Hey everyone, uh, welcome back and good morning. It is currently 7 a.m. here in Hawaii. And it's actually a beautiful day, guys. Beautiful day. Um, but with that said, uh, I did get a phone call from my father about his off-grid solar system. Uh, the the other day he called me and he said, uh, Hey, I was wondering if you could swing by because something happened and uh, the charge controller, the Midnight Solar 200 that I gave him, um, basically shut off completely and, um, his batteries are not being charged. They're drained dead. So, um, at that exact same time, we also had a branding going on. So we have a, um, we have over 300 acre ranch and we have, you know, cattle and we have sheep and stuff. So we had a ton of people up here, a ton of people, um, helping out and helping us round up, you know, our animals and stuff and, um, processing them. Um, so, um, when I got home in that late afternoon, it was pretty much almost dark, and um, I went out there to go take a look with a flashlight, and uh, yeah, this is why it's important, guys, to, you know, always check on your system, um, you know, if, if you're running lead-acid batteries, make sure you're, you're checking on them, making sure that they have water and stuff, um, you know, check your connections, check, you know, check everything, you know, so his issue was I found it pretty much immediately, um, when I went in there, the first thing I did was I, I noticed that the charge controller was not working. There was no power going to it. I also noticed that if I turn the inverter on, it turns on. So, okay. Uh, then I went ahead and started checking the wiring going to the on and the basically the on and off switches or the disconnects. And I noticed on the back of one of the disconnect switches, um, it was really loose. And I've seen this before, where if the wire gets loose behind one of these disconnect switches, it's because the plastic um, that's on the other side of it has completely melted. And basically, there is no connection anymore within the disconnect switch itself. So I noticed that it was super loose. So I unscrewed it and I turned it around to take a look at it. And sure enough, the back of the terminal where the plastic was was complete, completely melted, right? So what I did was I ended up removing the terminals and I joined, I basically just removed the disconnect switch and just joined the two wires together to essentially create a continuous wire, which is okay for now, temporary until we can get another switch in. Um, this wire that I'm speaking of is actually the positive wire um, that powers the actual um, charge controller. So the solar wires going to the charge controller were fine. It was the positive wire coming from the charge controller going to the batteries. So I just basically connected them together so that we can make a continuous wire and, um, you know, hold him over at least. So that way, you know, when the sun came up in the morning, at least then the batteries could get a nice good charge again. Um, I also double checked all the settings on the charge controller and no problem there. Everything is working awesome as far as that's concerned. Um, but yeah, these switches, you got to be careful, um, you know, with what type of switches you're buying. But not only that, just double check everything. You know, if you start noticing something a little weird, you know, address it. Uh, now, the other thing is the what I believe um, set this um, event off was. So we've been having brandings and we've been having a lot of people up here at our ranch and they're running the power a lot over there at my dad's ranch house, okay? Now, keep in mind, my dad's ranch house and his solar system is nowhere near 
what my solar system is, right? Mine's on a whole nother level compared to what that is. Um, he's on a budget, you know, that's why I gave him a charge controller just to help him out, get some lights for the ranch house over there. Now, um, what I believe exactly happened was because there was so much power being used, um, obviously they're draining the batteries. Well, I believe they probably drained the batteries down to a um, dead uh, state where basically the inverter shut off, right? Because there is a um, threshold of where a inverter can work, right? There's a low cutoff and a high cutoff. So I believe he hit the low cutoff. He, they're just using so much power with lights and everything else, which is, you know, okay, I guess in a sense. But what happened is when the sun came up the that next day, because the lower the battery is, the more drained it is, the more amperage the charge controller will pump into the battery because the charge controller is saying, hey, these batteries are dead. We need to increase the amperage. We need to pump as much power as we possibly can into these batteries. And by doing so, the amperage is increased a lot, especially on a 12 volt system. If you're running a 12 volt system, the amperage is really high, right? Because that's just a trade-off, right? Um, lower voltage, higher amperage. When you go to a system like mine, it's a different story. You have a higher voltage, with, but lower amperage, okay? So um, because the battery was so drained and the charge controller was pushing so much amperage in, the amperage, of course, heats up and it becomes, wires can get hot. Um, you know, terminal connections can get hot. And, and that's what happened. The terminal connection got so hot that it melted the plastic that was the body of the disconnect switch and basically disconnected itself internally because it got so you know hot and melted because the connection was now not making a connection internally. Um, so that's what happened. Um, but yeah, um, got him back up and running for now. Um, I, I keep telling him and you know others that you know you need to invest the money correctly into buying correct switches or um, at least some really good heavy, heavy duty switches and stuff. Um, but you know, each his own for sure. All I can do is um, give the best advice as I can and um, help try to deal with the issues when things come up and just try to keep, you know, the lights on, I guess you could say. So, um, yeah, I'm happy I got him running. Um, yeah, I'm going to see if I have any extra heavy duty switches. Um, I got to dig around in my stuff, though. If not, we can order one in and replace it and be up up and running again you know so uh the other thing is too he is running lead acid batteries right and um they've been working pretty good for him he's he's actually been happy with them so that's good you know i personally would cannot use lead acid batteries anymore i just don't like them i there's no i, I have podcasts on it i have youtube videos on the um, differences um, for me it's going to be lithium-ion batteries all the way um, it's just a world of difference it's next level stuff my tesla batteries that power my home are next level batteries you know they may they don't have any maintenance whatsoever right because they're you know you don't have to fill them up with water they're just maintenance free but you have to set them up correctly you really have to pay attention to make sure your charge controller charge on um, parameters are set correctly because if you make a mistake with um, lithium-ion batteries you have a huge problem on your hands. Huge, huge. It, it'll catch fire and it'll create its own oxygen while it's burning and just burn and burn and burn. You can't put that fire out. You just have to let let it burn out. 
But by the time it burns out, your whole power shed, your all your off-grid equipment is toasted, gone, burned. So, you know, and, and especially if you have something of that sort connected to your house, like physically the um, batteries in your house or under your house or whatever, then you have the potential of burning your um, house down, right? Um, for like my case, I don't have that scenario. I have a po dedicated power shed that I built. Um, that is about 75, maybe 80 feet away from my home. So if something was to happen out there, God forbid, um, my house is still protected, right? So I'm not going to lose my house. Um, but yeah, I do have some a lot of safety precautions and stuff. Definitely check out my YouTube videos uh, if you guys want to take a look and see kind of uh, how I have all my Tesla um, batteries hooked up with my um, dual charge controllers and dual inverters and solar and wind. Definitely check it out, guys. But other than that, guys, be safe. Check your equipment. Uh, if you notice something's weird or doesn't seem correct or right or something's not functioning like it's supposed to, you know, change it out. You know, that's why it's very important to try to have at least a secondary part on hand. You know, for me, for my system, I have some secondary parts on hand just in case I ever need to change things out. Um, but, you know, when you build a high quality system, you're using high quality components. So for my system, I won't have an issue. You know what I mean? But if I if I do, I do have some backups. Now, with the 12-volt system my dad has, um, that's different components, right? Different, you know, it's a whole different game as far as um, my system and that system. Because you can build a cheap system with cheaper components. And that's essentially what it is. A cheaper system with cheaper components. My system, on the other hand, is the complete opposite. Very expensive components and high-quality components. So, but a lot more money. So be aware of that as well. Anyway, guys, be safe out there. Check your stuff. Uh, I'd hate to, you know, know that you guys have burned down your um your house, you know. And at the end of the night, guys, you guys need lights. So be cautious, and I'll see you guys on the next one.